Welcome to Whatever Happened to Pizza at McDonald's, the podcast where I ask the question, Whatever Happened to the Pizza at McDonald's? I'm your host, Brian Thompson. This week, I was disturbed to learn of a McDonald's-related experience experienced by one of my colleagues, a journalist named Greg Kelly. Mr. Kelly is the host of Greg Kelly Reports, a nightly news and commentary program on a television station called Newsmax, which I believe is only viewable if there is enough tinfoil wrapped around your antenna. At 6.58 a.m. Pacific Time on February 4, 2021, Mr. Kelly tweeted the following report. Quote, I just went to a McDonald's and there was no McFish on the menu. When the hell did that happen? Is it permanently banned? Or is just my local McDonald's? I demanded to see the manager, but they accused me of being a male Karen, so I walked out. Unquote. I found this report both unsettling and peculiar in equal measure. To be sure, eliminating fish would be a major development in one of my main areas of research, the area of McDonald's menu items. No alteration could be as metaphorically earth-shattering as the removal of pizza, but fish is nearly as popular a food product. If McDonald's were to remove it, I am sure there would be widespread protests from devout Catholics who consume fish in massive quantities during the season of Lent, a season which is inspired by one of Jesus Christ's most revered directives. Please try the fish. But I could not help but notice that Mr. Kelly referred to McDonald's fish product as McFish, rather than by its proper name, Filet-O-Fish. Either he is utilizing the faulty yet common colloquial technique of adding the prefix mc to any item on the McDonald's menu, or he is simply not a very detail-oriented journalist. In case it is the latter... I offered to send Mr. Kelly a copy of my best-selling book, How to Be an Investigative Journalist, in exchange for a nominal handling fee. However, he has yet to send me a mailing address. It also struck me as strange that Mr. Kelly spelled the name McDonald's M-A-C-D-O-N-A-L-D-S. But I am willing to believe this might be a result of having tweeted via voice dictation. It is common knowledge that the artificial intelligences that control our voice dictation devices utilize machine learning to better recognize the words and phrases we use most often. Perhaps Mr. Kelly frequently sends dictated messages to someone named MacDonald, possibly an old farmer, and his device simply mistook one similar-sounding word for another. I myself have fallen victim to the same phenomenon. Once, after suffering quite a serious fall from the roof of my apartment building after trying to wrap more tinfoil around my television antenna, my telephone, which is really tantamount to a pocket computer, sent a dictated message to emergency services reading, Do you remember when McDonald's served pizza? When the words I actually spoke were, Please send an ambulance immediately. I believe my torso is filling with blood. I was also appalled that a McDonald's employee would be so rude to Mr. Kelly as to accuse him of being a male Karen. The most likely explanation is that the worker in question was trying to be friendly by calling Mr. Kelly by name, but realized too late that they did not actually know his name. In a panic, they must have decided he looked like a Karen and made an educated yet ill-advised guess. 
I personally do not believe Mr. Kelly looks like a Karen, but I understand opinions about what people look like their names would be are quite subjective. I sympathize with this McDonald's employee, as I also do not think Mr. Kelly looks like a Greg. If I had to guess, I would say he is a dick. As an investigative journalist who is considered somewhat of a pillar of the McDonald's menu community, I took it upon myself to get to the bottom of this matter. To start, I had to determine which McDonald's location played host to Mr. Kelly's unfortunate interaction. Thankfully, he provided a photograph of the McDonald's in question, along with his tweet. However, there were no immediate indications as to the street or street number on which this location is located. A quick information search on the Google.com information searching service informed me that the Newsmax television facilities are located in the city of New York City, New York. With that in mind, I braved a possible copyright violation lawsuit by reposting Mr. Kelly's photograph to my own Twitter.com account, asking my followers if they recognized this McDonald's as one within the New York City area. One metaphorical silver lining of the pandemic is that no one is so distracted earning a living that they do not have time to constantly monitor their Twitter feeds. As such, it was only a few minutes later that a person named David Levy informed me that he recognized this McDonald's as one that exists in a New York City borough called the Bronx. But when I input the address into Google.com Street View to view a view from the street in front of the building, I discovered quite a dispiriting discovery indeed. This McDonald's in the Bronx did not look like the one from Mr. Kelly's photograph. McDonald's enthusiasts will recall that almost all locations used to feature an iconic architectural flourish called a mansard roof. But, in an effort to modernize the appearance of their restaurants, the McDonald's Corporation has over the past several years been remodeling to eliminate these uniquely angled roofs in favor of a more boxy appearance. This is just one in a long string of illogical, disastrous, and some might even argue criminal decisions made by the powers that be at McDonald's. But that is a topic for another time. The fact remains that the McDonald's photographed in Mr. Kelly's photograph features an old-style mansard roof, while the McDonald's visible on the Google Street View view of the suspected location features the more modern design. At this point, I was nearly ready to give up my investigation into Mr. Kelly's tweet and return to my midday nap. But then, a detail caught my eye. If one looks closely at Mr. Kelly's photograph, one can make out the reflections of certain features on the opposite side of the street. Most notably, one can see several windows embedded in the side of a multi-story building. What's more, there is a visible hand railing angled upward along a ramp or staircase leading to an elevated parking lot. My finger trembling with anticipation and some lingering hostility over the interruption of my nap, I scrolled the Google Street View view around to face in the opposite direction of the modern-looking McDonald's. And on the other side of the street, I found the exact same windows in the exact same multi-story building situated above the exact same elevated parking lot with the exact same railed ramp or staircase leading up to it. In a fit of excitement, I slapped my keyboard, which moved the Google Street View view along a blue-colored track leading into the McDonald's location's drive through And when it did so, the image of the building transformed into the old-style architecture visible in Mr. Kelly's photograph. According to the data at the bottom of the view, the drive through view was viewed in June of the year 2011. 
I slid the view back along the blue to once again view the other view. This view was new. Its date, September 2019. But why would Mr. Kelly keep a photograph of a McDonald's that he must have taken prior to its remodeling sometime prior to 2019, and possibly as long ago as 2011? The answer is simple. Mr. Greg Kelly did not take this photograph. The photographer of this photograph, and, therefore I might add for the benefit of Mr. Kelly's legal team, the legal copyright holder to same, is a woman named Griselle Aponte Austin. I know this because she uploaded this photograph to Google.com's business information page about the 3279 3rd Avenue McDonald's in November of the year 2017. It accompanies her review of said location, which reads as follows, and I quote, Love your shakes. So, to recap, my colleague at Newsmax, Mr. Greg Kelly, tweeted that he was denied fish at his local McDonald's, which he purported to show in a photograph affixed to his tweet about the incident. But I have determined not only that he was incorrect in labeling the fish in question McFish rather than filet fish but that he also stole the photograph from an innocent milkshake lover. With these inaccuracies in mind, I had no choice but to question whether fish was ever eliminated from the menu at this McDonald's location at all. It brings me no pleasure to admit this skepticism, as I prefer to extend my colleagues the benefit of the doubt in all matters, but my loyalty to my fellow journalists does not supersede my loyalty to the truth, the thing to which journalists such as myself are legally required to swear an oath. With a metaphorically heavy, literal heart, I called the telephone number listed on the McDonald's corporate internet website for the location in question. Three, four, seven, eight, zero, three, six, nine, seven, four is not available. The mailbox is full and cannot accept any messages at this time. Goodbye. Highly peculiar. As this location is not listed as permanently closed, I determined that an in-person visit was the only way I could receive any answers as to either the fish situation or the less pressing matter of when exactly this location was remodeled to eliminate its beautiful mansard roof. One problem. I do not live in New York City, New York. But, like one of my fictional heroes, the detective Sherlock Holmes, I maintain a wide network of deputies whose services I can utilize in situations such as this. Unlike Mr. Holmes, my deputies are all grown adults, and hardly any of them have ever swept a chimney, at least at a professional level. But at least one of them lives in the Bronx. His name is Billy Atkinson, and after donning the appropriate facial covering, he went on a fact-finding mission to this McDonald's location's drive through Hi, uh, good evening. Is there fish on the menu? Yeah, we have fish fillet sandwiches. All right. Uh, could I get one of those, please? Okay. Anything else? Uh, yes. Could I also get a chocolate milkshake? What size? Uh, small, please. Okay. And when was this location remodeled? I'm not too sure. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. I believe the results of this investigation are clear. Mr. Kelly was deceptive in his account of the McDonald's fish incident. It is not my place to speculate as to motive. There are certain personality disorders which cause a person to seek attention at all costs, with no preference as to whether it is positive or negative, but I am not equipped 
to make any such diagnosis. I do, however, have a professional obligation to extend Mr. Kelly an invitation to comment upon his statement or issue a clarification. I have sent such an invitation via Mr. Kelly's medium of choice, Twitter.com, but have not received a response. In a final effort of courtesy, I decided to call his place of employment with a warning that Mr. Kelly could be facing an embarrassing public rebuke if he does not address this matter immediately. Thank you for calling Newsmax Media's Customer Service and Fulfillment Center. Thank you for calling Newsmax Customer Service. Do I have the pleasure of speaking with? Hello, my name is Brian Thompson. Hello, and how can I assist you? I was wondering if I could be connected to Greg Kelly or someone in editorial at Newsmax. I have an issue I would like to raise with a correction that needs to be corrected. They don't, I don't have like a, a direct number I can give you, but you could put attention Greg Kelly there and you can send it to, you know, letters at newsmax.com. Okay. They're going to read that and they'll pass it on to them. Okay. Well, I tried sending a message yesterday, but I've yet to receive a response and I was just hoping to save him some embarrassment. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but yesterday Greg Kelly tweeted on his Twitter account that he went to his local McDonald's, and they were not serving uh, what he called McFish, which I think he means Filet-O-Fish. But I um, I went to that McDonald's, and they are serving it, so I was hoping that I could pass that information along so that he could correct his error and save some face. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I was just, yeah, send it to him, and I think they'll, you know, he'll see it. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess I'll just wait for a response then. Okay. Okay. Well, um, what is it that you do? Oh, I'm in, uh, we're in Florida here and we handle these subscriptions. We, uh, we maintain the billing data for the subscriptions. Subscriptions to medical newsletters, the, um, magazine. Oh, there's a magazine. Oh, okay. Do you know if there are any job openings for a, an investigative journalist? Don't know. Um, we're down. I know they've got offices in West Palm Beach, New York, Boca. Um, you can go on to, um, I think they have, they've got some kind of a website where you can look at the openings. Um, but if you want to call HR down in Boca, I mean, I could give you their number down there. Um, certainly. Um, let me Let me grab a pen one moment. Okay, I have a pen. Oh, no, like, I dropped my pen behind the couch. Can I give you a call back? Sure, sure. I'm going to have to ask a neighbor to help me move this. It's a very big couch. Okay, well, thank you. All right, thanks a lot. Okay, goodbye. And now a word from our sponsor. Worried your tenuous grasp of grammar might one day result in the publication of a poorly written tweet? 
With Grammarly, you can rest assured no one will ever think you are bad at writing. For example, you might want to ask questions about your experience being denied fish at your local McDonald's, but to your consternation, the message comes out as, is it permanently banned, or is just my local McDonald's? What you meant to write was, or is it just my local McDonald's? Too bad you did not use Grammarly. Grammarly. Make your tweets less embarrassing. Thank you for listening to Whatever Happened to Pizza at McDonald's. Personalized copies of my best-selling book, How to Be an Investigative Journalist, are now available. For more information, visit howtobeaninvestigativejournalist.com. For exclusive bonus podcasts and other premium benefits, please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash pizza at McD's. Do you know what happened to Pizza at McDonald's? Do you remember it? Please send all correspondence to pizza at McDonald's at gmail.com. For more information, please visit our attractive website at www.pizzaatmcdonalds.com. There you will find links to our Twitter and Instagram pages, as well as to our newsletter and tea Public store, where you may purchase quality whatever happened to Pizza at McDonald's merchandise. I'm Brian Thompson. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.